This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 2 of Civic View. My name is Chance Levins and I'm your digital media specialist here at the City of Crestview. The goal of Civic View is to keep our citizens informed and entertained while maintaining a sense of transparency between you and your local government. And here at City Hall and all across the city, we value that communication as well as civic engagement, and we hope this podcast will continue to be a source of both. So let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. I am always appreciative of everyone that takes the time out of their day or evening or sit in traffic to listen to our uh, podcast that we have going. Traffic? We don't have a traffic problem. No, we don't. The Department of Transportation might. That's it. <laughs> As I'm late getting here because of the traffic. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So back, back to my intro. So uh, today's episode um, is kind of a follow-up episode in a way. Um, when we said goodbye to Councilman LaBeouf, well, today we're going to say hello to our new Precinct 3 Councilman, Douglas Capps. Um, Doug is a 20-year Air Force vet, and he's got some other interesting things in his background, and I think he's going to be a great addition to our city council. So I want to say, Doug, thanks for joining me today on the podcast. Appreciate it. Yes, and uh, I have my um, illustrious co-host, Mr. City Manager, Tim Bullock. Thank you again, sir. Always good to be here, Chance. All right, and so um, basically we're just going to kind of get into this thing. So I'm going to ask you the, the cheese ball question first, which is what uh, – what made you decide to run for city? Well, apply for city council. Um, I guess it was always a goal to get involved in my community when I retired from the Air Force. Um, I did that 10, 11 years ago. I went into the workforce. I've recently retired in the last year or so from the workforce. And now I have the time to devote to it and was looking for an opportunity to serve my community. Cool. Well, um, Doug is retired, but I will say this for those of you that don't uh, watch our city council meetings, Doug is retired, but he's retired from the military. So he's um, one of our younger city council members. He's so. wor- he's working retired. He's got, <laughs> he's got retired. to do some part-time stuff. <laughs> I just, I just had to make a joke about that. Um, so, but uh, honestly though, I, I appreciate that we're still, we're still maintaining some diversity on our city council. We have one of the more diverse city councils in our area. So that's pretty awesome. Um, and so speaking of that, uh, being involved in the community, you are, you're a Crestview native, right? You went to, yes. did you grow, are you f- from here, moved here when you were young? I, or? I was in, I went to, actually, I went, just a little background, I went to Carver Hill when it was still a kindergarten. Okay. Um, then I went over to Northwood through sixth grade. I went to Baker in seventh and eighth grade because my mom remarried and we lived in Holt. Um, that's actually where I lived um, from fourth grade on until I went into the military. Um, so I grew up in Holt, but I was commuting to Crestview after seventh and eighth grade. I came back to Ridgeburg and CHS, graduated right. in '86. So, so you were uh, so Bulldog alumni. Go Bulldogs! All right. How you like that Bulldog car? What's that? Oh, the Bulldog. Oh, I love that. The cop car. Yeah. I love all the different cop cars. Aren't they great? Yeah, yeah. looking great. great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. That brings me to something else. But um, so so Crestview native. It's nice to have a Crestview native on the council. Uh, that's younger. Because we have Mr. Blocker, who is a Crestview native as well, but <laughs> he's an older gentleman. Um, <laughs> it's him shaking his head at me. It's all right. Yeah, I love Mr. Blocker. He's great. Um, so, so let, let me roll into this next one here uh, before I let Tim take it away for the next few minutes. 
Uh, I asked you, you know, why you decide you want to be on the council. So let me ask you this. <clears throat> what is the, what's something that you hope to achieve while you're serving your community on the council? Um, number one, um, I think our main street and CRA need to be revitalized. We need some uh, nightlife down here. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing some apartments down here, some some living, some uh, making this more, um, I guess, to, to give you a, an example, like Pensacola, where you can walk around downtown, you can dine. There is a little bit of nightlife. Our youth are always complaining there's nothing to do. Um, bring a little nightlife to the CRA and, and help. So that's, you know, I'm passionate about that. But I'm also passionate about keeping our our hometown feel. We're not a small town anymore, so I can't say small town, so I like to say hometown. So hosting more events and such. But also, I would like to see us get our millage rate down. That's, that's a big one. You know, we're, what, 22 23% higher than the than yeah. the next uh, second place. I think it's Fort Walton, I believe, is second place. That's right. Um, in although the they although they have a fire assessment fee in addition. Oh, okay. So so yeah. when you they're they're definitely creeping up a little bit closer to us um, as far as millage rates concerned. But we're we're I mean absolutely that's on our our agenda for sure. To that's drop a couple that too. Rate. And, and and another one is I, I want to see our police and fire succeed. You know, sure. um, hire, you know, train these guys. You know, make sure we have the you know, the training for police and fire that we need. Well, we can retain them. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we, we actually saw, and we were talking, we might have been talking about this at the last one, but uh, during strategic planning, you were there during strategic planning, I think in the, the chief of police, uh, we were talking about our, uh, the increase in retainage for our police department has been incredible over the last two years. We've, we've gone, f you know, the, the rate of, of uh, turnover has reduced, I, th I think it's like 35% in the last two years, which is a lot. Yep. Um, so we're real proud of that, but that's definitely something I'm glad to hear you say that because it takes uh, it takes tough decisions on the council side to do those kind of things. Those are not just you know those are morale issues and training issues and sense of place issues, but also sometimes it's it's we got to spend money uh, to do that. And so um, having an interest in in keeping a good law enforcement, good um, you know, workforce in general um, is you know something that we need our council members to, to do too. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that because uh, you know it's always easy to go, uh, or maybe it's easy for for the elected side to just go, well we're gonna we'll just cut, but um, you know, or say hey we, we want to have good a good workforce, but sometimes you got to make tough decisions to get the good workforce, and we've been able to do that. Uh, we've got them all in new vehicles and things like that, and so staying the course on that is exciting. That was one of those questions I was hoping that would come up during my interview yeah. with the council, and it, it just didn't lead that way. Um, but the RTR is one thing. I, it's not Roll Tide Roll, Tim. It um, is Roll Tide Roll. No, it's not. Yeah. It, it was recruit, train, and re retain yep. is, is yep. something I was looking for, you know, as far as yeah. you know, what I was prepared for with, with police and fire, what yeah. we need to do. Hire, hire well and then, uh, and then recruit. Um, so, so in order to hire well, you have to recruit well, and then you, you make sure you train them well and you give them a, a sense of purpose and a sense of place so they stay. And we've been working very, very hard on that over the last couple of – and you, you and I have had these conversations yes. long before you even uh, in the running for this uh, about how important it is to me that we create uh, um, that idea or that concept amongst the, the, the employees here at the city that we are a part of a bigger picture. Um, we use the, the – our internal branding is One City, One Mission, and it's, to, it's about getting everybody in the same – you know, pulling in the same direction. So it's great, um, you know, to ha to have a you know to maintain that. To, you know, we we've we've got a new council member on on the same page as as where we've been going. It's good. 
Yeah, when um, well, two things. Yes, the retention has been better with For the sure. police department. Uh, police are one of those employees. I mean, any business or organization, excuse me, it, it's expensive to fire an employee. Sure. And especially if you've trained that employee. Right. So, or lose it, not just fire lose them, lose yeah. them because yeah. they go somewhere else for any, for any of those things. Um, so being able to retain a police officer, especially one that we, you know, sent to the academy and put time and effort into. Is, and that, that was an area, you know, we retainage is better across the board at the city than it was. But the, the, the drastic change is in PD because that's where we were having our, our, you know, over the last few years, that's where our biggest issue was. And so or last 10 years or whatever. So, so that's, you know, that's where we've seen the greatest percentage increase, but across the board, our retainage is good. We're moving that up into the five year, um, six, seven year averages in in that, depending on the type of job. And that, that's actually pretty good, uh, especially as millennials continue to, to, to be a larger percentage or, you know, or have filled the workplace, the, the tendency or, or the expectation is that, um, this generation will jump from job to job. But we've found, I've found, um, that it, not if they've got a sense of place, right. And, and even, and even if they do move, it's over more of a five-year period instead of a, you know, uh, uh, he gives you, he says you're young, but we're old, right, Doug? Yeah. <laughs> we're a little bit older. So, but you know, our, we grew up and you find a job and you stay there forever, right? Yes. Well, that's changed over time. And so how we keep people has changed. Um, we, I feel like we've done a good job I and mean, we've got a lot in that age bracket that are staying and have stayed. And so yeah, we're was, excited about that. I was really surprised. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was surprised when we did our employee appreciation day and we had all those five and 10 year yeah. uh, awards. I, I was like, awesome. Yeah, that's what that's what I aim at. So if I can create stability on that side, all of the rest of the big all of the rest of the pieces, you know, kind of come together. You rec- just exactly what you said, the, the, the RTRs, if you, if I recruit well, if I train well, and if I can retain them, then all the fine details work out, but we're getting on a little bit of yeah, a sidebar. A little bit, a little bit off topic. I'll pull, pull us back in a little bit. Um, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's so, okay. It's our show. Yeah. <laughs> He's just the host. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm just uh, messing with him. Uh, no. <laughs> so, um, Councilman Caps, uh, I, uh, why don't you? I guess they they kind of grilled you pretty good for your interview for the for the council. Looked like it was super fun. Yeah. <laughs> I always appreciate those things because I went through that. And, uh, I love the questions that have no answer. How about that? Was that fun? Yes. Those are the good ones. <laughs> like, are they very, very objective? <laughs> right. And you're like, uh, and you don't want to be like, hey, I don't understand what you're asking me. But yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. good stuff. That was, uh, that was, that was interesting to watch. No, I think you did a great job. My, my biggest Agreed. one was the, the Highway 90 thing. Yeah. From uh, Councilman Hayes. Yeah. Um, I mistook it as maybe a traffic issue because he was talking about 85 so much. That's what you think of at 85, a traffic issue right Right, now. Right, right, right. So I was thinking, but, but, you know, as far as the businesses, our city's like 12 miles tall and six miles wide, right? Correct, yeah. So there's not a lot on on 92 to do there. Yeah, so so, and we're going to jack Chance up some more because we're going to get off topic again. Yeah, we off topic. But you know what's great about that, uh, Councilman Caps, is that the question in and of itself is – we, we focus a lot about traffic on the, uh, the widening of the roads and, and things. And I had an opportunity to meet. I met with uh, Congressman um, Gates and then also with, with um, uh, some, some other representatives with DOT and things like that. Part of our deal, and this is one of the things that's pa- that you're passionate about because we've talked about it, is I, we have to create – I have to figure out a way. We have to figure out a way to create more opportunities. So, so 
a lot of our families, somebody in that family is working at the base, so they're going to go south. I need to be able to help, and you got to help me figure out how to create jobs to keep the rest of the family working here, right? So if we put just the troops on the road headed south, but we create good quality work environment up here, we're going to change that traffic dynamic. And that 90 opportunity inside and outside of the city limits is a big part of that, I think. Yes. Yeah, well, and to be fair to you, the answer that you gave Councilman Hayes wasn't a bad answer. No, it, not at all. It was yeah, a good I mean, answer. I mean, really, I mean traffic-wise, you got to think, how old is that bridge yeah. east on Shoal River? Yeah. That bridge is, is super a narrow. Too. Super narrow. <laughs> um, we need to, if, if you know, the county's pushing that, that giga site, they want to yeah. call it out there at Shoal River. Yeah, we, gotta, um, we need to think about that ahead of time instead of waiting until okay, we've got something coming in and right. we don't have a road. No, and that's a that's a good thought pattern that you have that you are bringing to Crestview is something we need to continue to have in that set forward thinking. That's something we talk about all the time on the podcast yeah. is that ability to, you know, it's time for us to start thinking about the future in Crestview and not just being reactionary to everything. Yeah. So um, a little bit back to you. So when they were asking you questions, um, they asked you about your background, some in your education. So when you give us a little bit of rundown on what that was for you? Well, my education started here, um, actually at Okaloosa Walton Community College, Northwest Florida State now. Um, I did a little bit and decided that college wasn't for me at the time. So my parents kind of pushed me into the military. Oh, they pushed me to make a decision. You know, I needed to figure out life at uh, 20 years old. So I actually joined the uh, the Air Force and I started getting classes here and there. So I have like seven transcripts, but the final one was where I got, I stayed long enough to where I could finish the degree, yeah. you know, transferred enough because some of it wasn't transferable and so on. But Wayland Baptist University um, is uh, out of Plainview, Texas. Um, that's where I finished my degree, uh, technical management. And I had a minor in business administration. Okay, so so it's, so it's all business management focused. Pretty much, yes. Okay, and that's kind of relates to what you did in the military, also. Yes, I mean, it, a lot of my some of my uh, credits from the community college to the Air Force actually transferred over as well because as an analyst, I had a lot of the the math like statistics. I didn't even have to retake statistics. The Air Force taught me statistics, so that translated to a statistics credit and so on. So. That's why it went down the technical management road because I got credit, you know, I had a lot of credits that way. Okay, cool. So, so Councilman LaBeouf, I know, or I guess former Councilman LaBeouf, I know right. you you listen to this on the radio, so you'll be glad to know that Mr. Caps is uh, going to fill your shoes a little bit in the math department there when it comes to driving Tim crazy about the budget. Right. <laughs> that that attention to detail as an analyst, that's you you've got to have it. Yeah. You know the the little numbers that that make the big numbers. Yeah. I, uh, sure. <laughs> I do communications and art, but no, I, I understand the value of it. Believe me. Um, uh, let me see. So, so I, I did ask you a few questions there, um, relating to why you decided to run for council and, you know, the things that you were hoping to do. Um, I want to ask you this one cause I ask a lot of people that I have come in, uh, that work with us within the city, uh, this question in, that is always, what are you, um, I know you spoke about the Main Street area some, but what are you most excited about uh, in the for the future of Crestview? The future of Crestview is, well, I hate to say it, I mean, because I like that hometown feel, but the, the growth is coming, but the trajectory we're on, um, the bypass, uh, 
you've heard both sides of the story. It's going to help. It's not going to help. You know, it's going to help. But for a statistics guy, listen, for a statistics guy, the the numbers don't lie. Uh, Absolutely. The sooner we shed people off of 85, I've seen the numbers. It's going to help. There's it, no question. The yeah. problem is it's going to be pacing the growth. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. It's pay, exactly. We've got to be ready for the growth. It's coming whether we want it or not. You get that bypass and another interchange on the interstate. Um, you know, West Crestview is about to explode, and we've just got to be prepared for it. Yeah, yeah. The next thing we need is a, is another uh, interchange on that east side. So if we, you know, we're we're pushing, and we'd like to see Triumph get involved, but we're we're definitely pushing for the overpass at Shoal River to become an interchange as well. And if we That'd can do that, so, so I mean, if you look at Milton, Milton has three interchanges uh, in in is a smaller area uh, service area than what we are with less of a population. Yeah, we have one. And so, you know, you, you were locked in traffic before you could get here today yes. uh, because you couldn't get north, right? And so so the, all of that activity occurring around the interstate, the interstate is a huge asset to us. We just got to be planning around it. And we need some help from DOT to, to shed people in the directions we need to shed them as quickly as we can so that we can, um, you know, people can make it from place to place inside the city. And what I was going to just kind of laugh to myself, I was using our current east-west connector, (laughs) Arena Road, and about beat my truck to death. Did you beat your teeth out of your head? Trying to get here versus sitting on 85. I take that every once in a while, and I'm like, golly. It's terrible right now after the rain. Yeah, well, in the the big trucks. Yeah. Can't beat it. So I got a question for you. So everybody, you know, and I've been in, I've been in local government for a couple of minutes now. And so just a few, and, and I've had multiple different council members at several different places. They, everybody has a personality, right? So, so I know, and this is the fun question for me. So, so as a, you know, as a city manager, I know that when it comes time for the councilman's questions, Mr. Blocker is going to definitely ask me something. There's no way in God's green earth I would know the answer to. <laughs> like he's going to ask me how many stop signs and all this. I love it. You know, I love it. Cause keeps me on my toes uh for sure and we have a lot of fun you know uh mr blocker and i have a lot of fun and he and he's fantastic uh does a great job as a council member uh oh absolutely and and he and he definitely you know you know challenges me and keeps me on my toes but but you know then you know uh miss brown's always you know she she's got her own mannerisms she she's she's very um decisive but also doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings and then so you've got uh um, you had Councilman LaBeouf was always about the budget, and and so my what my deal, and and then uh, um, so let's see what can I do for Councilman oh, you don't forget Councilman. Uh, oh, I don't you know I don't know for, Councilman for Rensich. I don't. So so the deal with with Rensich, uh, uh, and this is one of the things I really like about about Councilman Rensich is that he he usually works all his stuff out on the front end. He'll call me beforehand, and we talk about the agenda and that kind of stuff. And so, so when we get in there, he usually, um, you know, just as as long as it's as long as it's progressive growth and blight removal, uh, Councilman Rensich is on there. So he's my black guy. And then uh, um, Councilman Hayes is about staying connected in the community. Absolutely, and and staying connected to your legislation in Tallahassee. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. he and does that for cities. us. Yeah, I, I hear it. Have so, it. what is Councilman LaBeouf's? What what is the persona I can expect from Councilman Le, or not LaBeouf from Councilman? Uh, I already he's, know he's, that one. He's gone. He's gone <laughs> uh, from from, <laughs> from Councilman Caps. What am I looking for? And 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 that's that's question number one. And well, let's do that one. And then I got one more. I, I don't know so much about the the. Bus budget that um that harry would uh that get with you on but uh probably the numbers better right. make sure those numbers are good because right. i do pretty quick math in my head the um being statistics um i like to keep things light um just like i just you know 
the whole east-west connector that we yeah. currently have yeah um yeah. that kind of thing so look for those comments i mean don't don't take everything so serious yeah. but yeah. um you know look for look for the joke or two right to, to come well along that lines i'm super disappointed when you said did you ask him yet yeah you asked him the one thing he wants to accomplish right and he said main street i really thought it was going to be real potatoes at, at hub city. city yes um i really thought what? that would be so yeah so if you eat the breakfast <laughs> please there, enlighten me uh, well uh C- councilman caps has a certain preference on his uh, uh potatoes in my his, browns, in my his country, country potatoes in the morning yeah so uh, hopefully um mike a few well, years ago changed those uh he used to have real potatoes as we called it he would cut up the potatoes yeah. from the, they're still real and, oh okay yes, i'm trying they're frozen right. potatoes okay. we, we, we call them the frozen potatoes so so, so we mess with them about it but it doesn't stop doesn't stop doug from eating there every single day but <laughs> but are pretty good yeah <laughs> so so anyways no i, th- and I, I, I just potatoes thought potatoes about every day too so. yeah i thought that would be your first priority but i yep. guess we'll have to get mike carroll on the the horn about that one there you go so what what else did we forget chance we got any other questions for him um i don't uh i don't think so um i i will say this uh i'd like to um i would like to say this to you one uh you mentioned that one of the ways you wanted to reach uh your constituents and your precinct was through social media uh that's exciting to me obviously because it's what i do um or part of what i do and so um you know I think that's going to be a good opportunity for you to kind of connect with, you know, a younger audience here in Crestview, because that's something that Tim and I have been working on a lot is, I mean, that's how this podcast came to be. It's kind of turned into a different thing, but was me, was an attempt for me to reach our median age within Crestview, which is early thirties. Right. So um, I'm always trying to find ways that I can connect with those, those individuals and get them involved in our government because what happens here affects you so much more every day. I'm going to sound like a broken record, but it affects you so much more than what happens in Washington, D.C. Right. And and people... Con- control what's around you. Right. And people people miss that all the time. Um, and I know sometimes it's not exciting. I know when, when Tim decides we need eight annexations for a council meeting, it's not as exciting as uh, There's the Lifesaver Award or this Officer of the Year Award. Um, but, you know, it's government. That's what we have to do. It, It'll be exciting when the millage rate goes down. <laughs> oh, yeah. People will yeah. get real excited when taxes go down. Yeah, it's the pieces of the puzzle that aren't exciting, but the big picture in the puzzle is awesome. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I just want to say I appreciate that. Um, when when Councilman LaBeouf parted, he said, uh, you know, what he expected uh, or what he hoped, excuse me, that the next council member would be, and that would be someone that's willing to – I could play ball for any, I don't really have a better way to say it, you know, to, to understand that you may not necessarily agree, but once the vote is over, the vote is over and let's all work together yeah, and move, move forward. forward. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I have some experience with you when you were on the planning board. And, um, I think that what your vision for Crestview and maybe I'm wrong, but your vision for Crestview lines a lot with what a lot of us here at the city are where we're at. And, and I think from this interview or well you know conversation that we've had today i still feel that way and um i'm excited for what you uh represent what you're going to bring to the city of crestview and i hope that uh, the rest of the people within your precinct can do that and i'll you know i'm happy to help you um reach those people uh whenever you want to give yep, that a shot i definitely need to reach out to you then all right um is what's there... your golf handicap your first action is I'm handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, one of you, one of your first in your first council meeting, you're going to get to vote on the golf contract, so that's going to be exciting. 
so well, I'm maybe it'll get better if we have a I, golf course. I can, we're going to have a golf course. Harry's the lead on that one, man. Come on, you didn't even tell me you're going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be signing the contract for. Well, hopefully, we'll be signing a contract for the golf course and setting the schedule to get it up and running. So it's a bit. You know, I always remember. I said that for this point. You know, I, I know, I've known you for some time, a couple of years now. Actually, uh, we met when I very first got here, and you know, I remember my very first council meeting here. My I always bring it up. The first thing I did was cancel a $300,000 contract we didn't need. And so I think it's cool to remember the big thing you do on your first. This is your first elected position. It's going to be, you got, and there's a bunch of boring stuff on the agenda this week. Um, (laughs) Those annex, literally we have 15 items, I think. But, but one of those on there is going to change the face of Crestview and it's the golf course. And so no better way, no cooler way to get started. Um, it's going to be an exciting start for you and you better hold on because it's a, we got a, we got a lot of things going on. So it's a, it's a crazy ride. Absolutely. It's going to take a little bit to get spun up. I'm hoping to, you know, i got the time right now to do it. Yeah. It's like jumping off a train. You better start moving your legs now. Before you <laughs> start pedaling because the speed of Tim is coming at you. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you both for joining me. Um, uh, Councilman Capsule, I'm excited to have you on, and I appreciate you taking the time to join me on the podcast. Thanks, Chance. And uh, Tim, as always, thank you very much. Had a blast. Um, Crestview, I want to say all of you that take the time to listen to this and engage with us, I really appreciate that, and uh, that's going to do it for this one. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.